Your phone on the charger, we. Had his Dylon, 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 Dylon. Since we already hit. Okay. I rhyme and I rip. I rip and I rhyme. Okay. Episode of unapologetically black, never broken, always empowered. I am Brittany, joined by everybody. Um, Jamal, Rich, Brittany, Shay, if we're doing co-hosts, right? And, you know, Brittany's not Mm -hmm. a co-host, but she's Mm -hmm. here. Jesus, Lenita and Rod, the Williams, and Nia and Darius, the days, essentially. So welcome, everyone. Um, It's a cool house. What's going on? Hey, what's going on? Hey. How's everybody week going? How's everyone feeling? What's, What's up? We'll go clockwise, right? We don't. So, we don't know. We still alive. <laughs> my, clock, my clock goes to Rich. Dog, I'm glad to okay. hear you still alive. That shit. Was- I say, where, where does your clock go? <laughs> um, my, my week has been good so far. Uh, just normal work. I'm back to days, so that's why I'm here tonight. Um, you know, how you been? I mean, mine has been. It, it's days. <laughs> days. Lenita, how are you? I'm welcome. Is this, this is your first time on podcast? Yes. Rod's been all up and through. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I feel like an R&B trivia episode is coming. Oh. <laughs> that was fun. I'm good. Uh, you know, work is work. And um, yep, that's 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 it. I'm going to try not to be awkward tonight. Next. <laughs> it's cool. It's cool. Rod, how are you? How's your weekend? Be- my week has been okay. I'm, uh, I have the stomach of an eighty-year-old, so I'm, I'm going through some stomach issues. Probably uh, ate terrible because I ate terribly over the weekend. But what did you have? Some beef. Uh, some cheesecake, mac and cheese, baked beans, liquor, lots of tequila, lots of liquor, chicken. Sounds like a good time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have an iron stomach, so I'm okay, but <laughs> your husband on the other hand, we know. He be slowing you down. <laughs> right. Like just, just kidding. So you I never had cookout. I remember when we came over there and when I was like, You wanna try my milkshake? You're like, Can I? <laughs> yeah. But anyway, Mia, Darius, how have you guys been? How's your week been? Uh, it's been a long week already. It's only it's Tuesday, but we're here. Yeah, so I've been pretty much, um, I got hit by a metro bus. Yeah. So um, everybody like, you still here? But uh, other than that, um, I'm blessed uh, getting through the week. I'm enjoying being home because, you know, I work like 24-7. Because, yeah. uh, you know, as as a couple, as parents, our jobs are not just, you know, just, you know, working. We actually have jobs outside or after we come home, you know, send it to the kids, groceries, all that is work. So, you know, and it has to be done. So, you know, getting through the week, taking a day at a time. Yeah. That's crazy. Jake. Well, it's good to see that you're doing yeah. well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's work. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, you know, teamwork compromises, understanding, you know. And hopefully I'm getting some rest because you know this motherfucker don't rest. Facts. <laughs> Facts. You I've got 48 more hours. Mm-hmm. 
We expect at least 20 of them to be resting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Shays. How are y'all? We are awesome. <laughs> 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 they tell me it was going to be couples on the stream, right? So I feel Wait. like I should be here. We've but, been talking about this episode. Y'all ain't tell me that it was gonna be anyway. Anyway, me and my invisible girlfriend. Okay, we we are good. My actual partner is upstairs, probably on her way to bed, but 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 me and my invisible girlfriend for tonight. My invisible wife for tonight. We, we are we are great. We had a good week. I'm glad you did. Yeah, yeah, I'm aggressive about that. <laughs> it was an aggressively good week. It was a very good week. Hit him with the aggressive kiss. Yeah. Mwah, yeah. But yeah, same here. I mean, this week's been it's been good. We've been, like I said before, transitioning into a new schedule. So getting into a routine overall. I can't can't complain. Yeah, it's um, five AM and brutal, but Mm-hmm. It's brutal for him, but honestly, I get my workout out the way by six. I mean, he's already at work. <laughs> the earlier, the better. I wish I could make a brutal workout. I'm just not a morning person. Yeah, what's I what's I like, I'm more of a 5 p.m. workout or not a 5 a.m. Mm-hmm. Ah, 5 a.m. makes me feel good. Then I don't feel like I have this looming workout all day. Like, oh, right. I still got to work out today. Like, <laughs> I get to chill. So, yeah, it's been good. No complaints. No complaints. Um, yeah, but- look like they're about to fall asleep right now. <laughs> right now. <laughs> we struggling. Oh, we should start with them, huh? <laughs> so tell us before you fall asleep. Right. Oh, no, I'm goofy. I'm goofy. <laughs> he say that until he starts snoring. Yeah. <laughs> we all goofy. True. True. Um, but yeah, today's episode is about marriage, um, kind of exploring the pros, the cons, the realities. Is it worth it? Um, and is is marriage a viable institution in 2023? I feel like that's something that you hear a lot of, um, well, millennials and Gen Alpha, whatever. All the, the names. All the ones all after us. <laughs> yeah. Marriage isn't worth it, and you know, I'm I'm just gonna be single or, or date or a city girl, this, that, and the third. So, um, that's where this episode is coming from from a, a place of black love during Black History Month, and yeah, exploring that question. So, I'm gonna start off with like kind of a who you are, like, how did you guys meet? When did you get married? Um, introduction, um. So we met back in like 2014, 2015, something like that, 2014. Um, So I went to CNA school with his kid's mother, which is crazy. Um, Known him since then. Like, we weren't dating or nothing. It was kind of like, yo, like, I know you. I see you. You follow me on Instagram. That's about it. And uh, I want to say, like, maybe a year ago, almost a year ago, like, he started, you know, how somebody just send you stuff and it's like, oh, hee hee ha ha, like, leave it alone. Like, that's cute. But it started being like more frequently. I was like, okay, that's cool. That's cool. So I started responding. And then he sent me something a little, a little <laughs> racy. And I was like, hmm, that's odd. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
So he said, and I responded, but he sent me something else. And he was like, yo, like, do you know who I am? I was like, of course. Like, nigga, we've been texting back and forth. Like, of course. So he was like, yeah, I didn't want to be awkward, but like, can I take you out? I was like, yeah, I mean, like. Yeah, it didn't want to be disrespectful. But it wasn't disrespectful because one, I don't I don't hang with his baby mother. That's number one. Right. And number two, it's kind of like, y'all ain't been together in years. So I'm not really in the way. So right. nice. yeah, so that's that's how it started. Like he was, it was cool. Like we went out. He was a gentleman, and from there it was kind of like what it was. We got married in November. We had only been <laughs> together like four months, five months. Oof. Oh. Yeah. <clears throat> when you sent me the uh, the wedding invitation, I was like, "Oh, true, me and that bitch." <laughs> Like, okay, we'll find out more later. We'll meet him at the wedding. Absolutely. <laughs> Walking through the door, like, is that him? Is that right. Him? Uh, uh, look, at the pictures from the, look at the pictures on the Instagram and be like, right. <laughs> well, you know, you, you've always been cryptic until, you know, until of everything course. was official. So I was like, you know me, I don't post you until I, uh, <laughs> right. until I know that it's really going to be something. Yeah. No, I feel that. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. So whoever wants to hop in, I feel like everyone knows her, but they don't. Well, we can go last. So we met 2014, Fort Lee. Uh, I went out there for the NCO course, uh, school service. Brittany was just going through the schoolhouse, basic. Um, We met there. Look at this fraternization right here, though. (laughs) 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 Because we did not like each other at all. I didn't. Actually, when I first met him, I never even spoke to him. It was certain some other people. I never spoke to him. It wasn't until 2015 when uh, I got back, and then she ended up in Okinawa with me, and we were part of the same unit. Um, and then we just so happened to start hanging around the same people when we go out, uh, when we go out to the club and stuff. And so we started dating in 2015. We got married in 2017. Uh, you know, she's been my best friend ever since, you know, rocking since 2015. I started liking But, see, this nigga was rude. I was not rude. Let's get uh, this shit up. I was not rude. I was minding my business, running. We got a little nine mile run that we had to do, right? <laughs> A little I'm minding my business. She runs up to me and says, Hey, Sergeant, you can't motivate me from back here. I, I said, Okay, bet. Let's go. So I take off. And I'm looking back, like, Where you at? You said, You the said, Marine I can't. Corps paid me for three miles. She talked shit I for no reason. On miles Ain't no point me running. I'm back here with you. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't, I wasn't bothering nobody. I wasn't saying, come on, let's go. I was minding my business, prodding my ass along. It was 4 o'clock in the morning. I needed some kind of entertainment. That's and he had already, it already pissed me off because he, because the NPOs were the ones that ran the barracks just about. He had, uh, he had us come out and stand for an hour straight waiting on his little ass to do roll call and, you know, send us back to the uh, back end. You're he an asshole. 
I would like to point out, I did not have them waiting. Yes, he did. They had them. We waiting. were quiet for over 45 minutes. You're an asshole. I, I, I stand with the other side. So that we can get this shit over with and go. I let everybody know that. They said, okay, so I'm be back on time. It's time to go. I got the roll call. They're not here. We still waiting on four other niggas to show up. So I said, come get me in an hour when they get here. They got there like the next three minutes. I made them wait the entire hour. There's several things you said throughout this conversation that made me happy that I did not join the Marines. I didn't like him at if you start complaining, well, he would call it complaining. He'll do this to as you're speaking. That's a tiny violin. That's hilarious. That's hilarious. That's um, a little tiny violin. Right. It's not surprising either. Like, honestly, like knowing both of y'all's personalities, like Nia and Rich, like the meeting of your spouse is not surprising. She's just like, yeah, I mean, whatever. Like, we can we can chill. Like, <laughs> I've seen you around versus like Rich, <laughs> just the. The asshole that eventually grew on you. And I, I get it, Brett. <laughs> you had that. No, nah, me and Rich, we clicked up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's because you're, saying. An That's cause you're an asshole. That's because you're an asshole. Are you an asshole? Tell me how you hey, should do it, Jamal. Me and Rich always argue because he's an asshole. That's hilarious. That's not why we argue. It's because you're wrong. That's not me being an asshole. That's back to wrong. You admit that you're an asshole. All right. Rod and Lanita. Yeah, so... I kept it real basic. You don't have to be awkward. How'd y'all meet? Yeah, we met in 2012. Um, So, she had... She's a triplet. Oh, oh date. She has an identical <laughs> sister and oh, identical triplets. Mm-hmm. Right. So a friend of mine, uh, they they were all in band. He went to Norfolk State. Mm-hmm. They went to Virginia State, and they would always have Battle of the Bands. So they knew each other from the Battle of the Bands that they used to do. Um, and so this is after they graduated college and stuff. So we went to the Battle of the Bands just to watch. Uh, me and my friend Lamar, who's been on the podcast before um he knew her twin sister lisa um and he ran into her at the battle of the bands and so uh he invited them to my house where uh he was spending the weekend so he was like come to my homeboy house they got a pool and stuff like that we can drink eat whatever hang out um they did not come over that evening (laughs) <laughs> they stood us up. Oh, oh yeah, that- <laughs> they stood us up. That <laughs> yeah, that's another so thing. She flakes. They we ended up touching uh, <laughs> them the next day. It was actually uh, the last day to pool them, like the the day before Memorial. I mean, I'm a, Labor uh, Day. Labor Day. Mm-hmm. Day before Labor Day, and the pool normally closes after Labor Day. So we invited them over. And um, she was about to flake again, and I was like, "No, let's go over there. Let's go." Get drunk, get in the pool, just hang out. And we did. Sounds like we need it. 
<laughs> came over. Um, we all went to the same high school, but they were freshmen when I was senior, so I didn't really uh, run into them. But they recognized me apparently. That's what she said. I did. But they remember. I'm like, I don't remember y'all at all. She's like, I know who you are. I'm like, sure. I did. I've always <laughs> I just didn't know him. Like you lying. <laughs> like that. We we hung out. We uh, got in the pool. She flirted with me, and she was... <laughs> I did. I was a little too close to him. He was like, "This bitch." Switch. Right. <laughs> it was just a little too quick. I was like, hey, I was like, oh. well then. <laughs> but now, then a couple more shots later, then we were all right. Yeah. <laughs> it, it usually helps. It yeah. does. We listen to music, uh, hung out, and we've been hanging out ever since. Hanging out ever since. Then, yeah. then we got married in, in 2018, mm-hmm. November 10th, 2018. Okay, Scorpio season. <laughs> 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 oh, and we we have the same birthday. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because he invited me to his birth to your birthday party. Yeah, and I was I like, When is your birthday? When's your birthday? And I was like, The 16th, it was like, Oh, it's two in the same September, you say, or what was it? September, okay, yeah, our birthday is September. Because imagine like finding out not only your wife's birthday. Uh-huh. But your wife's a triplet. So, yeah. like, <laughs> yeah. now y'all all got the same birthday. Y'all even celebrate your birthday in your house, Rod? I get a special mention. It's not my birthday. <laughs> it does fun, have a crown, like, though. The irony of you saying God gets a special mention because remember when we went to the wine festival? Yes. We went up there and we came back and Rod's like, so it was just y'all's birthday. They announced it. I remember that. <laughs> the worst part was it wasn't just you and Lisa who went up there. We all did. It we was all the It was Rod's birthday. Like, terrible. Terrible. Right. Well, the shades just disappeared, but it was their turn to introduce. Nah, them. I'm 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 here. It's just okay. that my um camera keep um disconnected. Your partner keeps like standing that. in front of it. Yeah, yeah we can say that. Um. So me and my partner's name is Yami, but like I said, she's upstairs, uh, probably sleeping. Um, but we met a, a sort of through her mom. Um, in 2018, I went through this like nine month uh, spiritual intensive program that her mom actually created and runs. And there was at some point she would always talk about her daughter, Jaja or whatever, and I was like, oh, you gotta. A little gay daughter, huh? <laughs> so um, at, some point, at some point, Yami was on the land, and um, and I was standing out there, and like I remember, like we crossed paths, and uh, we're like staring at each other, but it was we say too much to each other. Um, and then flash forward like two years later, uh, it was 2019, I think, so right before the pandemic hit. You are um, my community. Um, flash forward two years 
we have an open house. Um, so every year there's a new new people come in. We invite new people to come in. We was having an open house, and I was there. I was in at the height of my whole phase too. Like I. I I was out here. I ain't gonna hold you. I was. <laughs> I, I, it was a beautiful time. Um, <laughs> and she doesn't normally um, associate or come to those types of things. Like she don't really like the program because of the wear that it take it has on her mom or whatever. So, uh, but she was there and she brought her girlfriend, who she was with at the time, to the open house. Um, and the whole time, like we sitting on opposite sides of the room, but we just can't stop. Every time I look at her, she's already looking at me. You know what I'm saying? Doing that little dumb dance. So um, it was just, it was just weird because like her girlfriend was right there. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And I was like, all right, whatever. So you know, after it was over, I went to go be a hoe, and <laughs> I'm talking about directly. Like I was texting. <laughs> so I it was, I had to be spiritual for a second and then go be my. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, um, I found 2020 March, April, one of these 2020, uh, I saw her on one of these dating apps and I was like, yo, you remember who me? And she was like, yeah. And it wasn't even off. No, neither one of us from, well, I wasn't off. No, like let's link hook up. Da, 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 da. She apparently was entering her whole phase and was trying to smash. Uh, but we ended up linking up. And like she cooked for me and stuff, and after that, that, that it was a wrap. After that, like I came over and like we had this moment where we like stood in front of each other. It was very awkward, a big energy in the room, and I was like, "Oof, actually, I'm gonna leave you alone." I tried, I tried, but it didn't work. So, and then uh, two, almost three years later, she's upstairs, and I'm right here. <laughs> Bluetooth disconnected. Oh, Uh-oh. who Bluetooth disconnected? I don't know. <laughs> um so for Jamal and I we met in 2018 um I worked at a coffee shop slash bar like a Cuban coffee shop bar that was open until like 12 one o'clock in the morning it was a ta- no it wasn't open that late it was open until like 11 it was attached to a nightclub that was open till like two o'clock in the morning so I get off work and then I go upstairs get drunk like go about my life <laughs> So this particular day, um, somebody got fired at my job. So my coworkers and I wanted to go somewhere and like go gossip where it was kind of quiet. So we went down the street to a nearby bar that had a rooftop patio area. Um, we walked in and there was like seven of us. It like whole fucking game. It was. <laughs> so I, before she finishes her part, I was doing security. I was in school, I was doing security. And like, I wanted to go home that night. I had left my shirt in the house. Like, I called my boss. I was like, "Yo, like, I I just want to go. Like, I I left my shirt at home. It's not busy. It's not busy. Like, let me be. You know, like it's it's a I seen the night. You know, ain't nothing happening on U Street. It's Friday night. And he's like, Nah, this guy called out. Like, I need you. I don't even need you at our normal spot. I need you next door. So like, I wound up not working at the club I normally work at. I work at the one, you know, that has the rooftop bar. So, lo and behold, I'm there. That bitch is small. It's like, what the fuck am I doing here? I don't know these people. I don't know what's happening. Like, people keep dropping drinks. I got to walk out in the patio and shit. Like, I just want to go home. 
Yeah. So then we decided to go there because it was a quiet place to go. <laughs> and um, we get there and, the, you know, obviously the rooftop's upstairs. So we walk in. I'm like front of the row of everyone because that's the role I usually play with my friends. So I'm like in the front guiding everybody up there. Happily um, stepping. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. <laughs> so I get up there and... Um, Basically, yeah, Jamal's up there. He's top of the stairs. He's security, and I like. Mad as fuck. Like, why am I here? Like, what's going on? Like, yeah, and I was a bunch like, of drunk bitches coming. For whatever reason, I was extremely friendly <laughs> that night. And I put my arm around him, and I'm like, super friendly, right? Because I don't know this man at all. <laughs> I put my arm around him, and I'm just like, you know, what time do you get off tonight? Because um, I got, I got a J in my purse. Like, what time? What time you get off? Like, how's your night going? He's like, I'm having a tough night. And I was like, I got a day in my purse. Like, what time you get off? And he was like, I get off at two or three or whatever time. And in my head, it's like 11, 30, 12. I probably won't make it. <laughs> it is what it is. Like, I put it out there. Um, so my friends and I, our coworkers, we're all talking, having a good time. I go up to get a round of drinks. And, like, come to find out, apparently they sent me up to get the round of drinks. But there's, like I said, a bunch of us. So I go over to him. I'm like, hey, can you help me carry this back? And he was like, only if you tell me your name. So fun fact about me, I can't, I lose my voice very easily. So in drunken situations, in this particular summer, I was going out Thursday night, Friday night. I was attached to a club. So I would, my voice didn't exist. So fun fact about me, I was in a war zone. You don't <laughs> have time in a war zone to be like... Where the fuck are my earplugs? It's a war going on outside. They're shooting. There's bombs going off. You just you... he can't hear. I couldn't talk. As more <laughs> yeah, you don't hear shit. So I said, Brittany. I was to figure out like, what he was going with that. Yeah, I said, Brittany. I, like, I caught it. The like, smart people in the room caught it. I think. So my name's Brittany, like Spears. He heard Winnie, like the bear. So he thought my name was Winnie, right? Um, but I, I mean, he never like he repeated it back. I thought he said the same thing. I was like, yes, that's my name. <laughs> saying i really like her and my name would have been winnie winfield which is just a lot but that's Weird. neither here nor there um i thought she was named after winnie mandela like in my head that made sense and it's like okay like maybe right. her mom we have so many some. things to talk about so we're gonna get <laughs> then, then, so then we exchange numbers whatever we text all night the next day I, we went back to his bar i almost got into a whole ass fight with this white girl that came up to us like once again co-workers were all black or of of ethnicity. an ethnicity that's not caucasian and we literally just sat down and this white girl comes up to us she's like hey y'all it smells like weed y'all smoking and we're like the fuck like the about the people are you, you the cops <laughs> right. like, like, no officer <laughs> it was uh it was great i think club so, secret we didn't hear a word uh, when y'all think y'all about to get into a fight, most club security guards don't see or hear anything. They just hanging out. <laughs> That's okay. So anyways, we, the next, I think we, so we met on the 6th, we were dating by the 10th. And then a year later, September 30th, 2019, or September 5th, the 30th is Snuggles birthday. So September 5th, 2019, we got married about three and a half weeks before Snuggles was born. Um, you know, it still makes him legitimate. When did you find out your name? 
When did he what? When did he find when out your name? When did he find out your name? Yeah. Oh, so the next day, yeah. So the next day, we went back to <laughs> so, the club, and there was a guy that worked there that wasn't there the night before. Yeah, that apparently, the nigga that I was replacing the night before. So apparently, he knew and had a crush on her. Yeah, like he went to the high school next door to mine from Michigan. Like we're in DC. I didn't know <laughs> this nigga was. Asked me, Is her name Brittany? Is she from Southfield? Does she have a sister named Danny? And I'm like, like he knew everything, and he came to me Brittany? with that same energy, and no I did not me. recognize this man. <laughs> like, are you Brittany? And like he, he like I was like, this is fucking creepy. Who are you? And he wouldn't tell me, but he told Jamal my name, and that's how he found out my name. So, yeah. <laughs> Anywho, um, but that's Real how we met. Were y'all actually smoking though? Hmm. Were y'all right. actually smoking? <laughs> Did we smoke afterwards? No, no y'all actually. The, the white girl, girl said, "Smelled like girl weed." No, no, we weren't. No, we weren't. That's why. That's why we about to fight that bitch. Like what? Like this is like racial profiling. Like we just sat down. Um, yeah, I, I realized there were a lot of holes, but I also realized we've been talking for 30 minutes and I've not addressed a single question. That's why I was like, oh, at all. Hey, but they say, you, but they say that the way you, if the way you react when you're telling the story of how you met says a lot about your current state of your relationship. So that's real. I mean, yeah, I guess I don't know. I don't want to, I don't know how to, that's like that. if you still smiling and stuff. Oh, okay. It doesn't mean things well, are good, but it, it, it says something. It says something positive. And I 100,000% understand that because he need his ass whooped after that. That's hilarious. <laughs> That's right, so what's the question? Okay. So I guess, well, my next question was like, why did you choose to get married? Like, how how did you know that was the right person? Because I think that's one question that people always ask. Well, how do you know, like, as they're dating? So how, when did you know? How did you know? As, you know. Oh, how did you know? So, so side note, so I'm Muslim. So in, in Islam, marriage is taken very seriously. It's not taken lightly. Me marrying my wife actually completes half of my being. The other half is, you know, prayer, the salat, um, charity, and the other things that come with um, being um, Muslim. So with that being said, um, once I um, got into Islam from the other side of my family and started studying, that it just lets you know that um, there's no such thing as boyfriend, girlfriend. Because, you know, with them titles that is everything is negated. Like you could be in a relationship with a person 15, 10 years. And we as I think in the black community, we've seen this even probably with our parents where you see people stay together this long. And then the significant other can up and say, oh, I don't want to do this no more. And there's no repercussion with that, like versus with marriage. It is you have alimony, you have, you know, a time period of separation you have to take accountability when you're married and stuff like that. So um, once I started, because um, my cousin was like her proctor, like, you know, asking her, you know, you know, he's Muslim. But just, even prior to that. Yeah, no. Nah, so right, well, like, when did you know you even wanted to marry? Yeah, no, nah, that's, what, that's <laughs> what I'm getting to. So like I say, like, <laughs> my cousin, so like my cousin was her proctor. So once Neil aligned her was aligned with my goals, aligned with what what I wanted and you know, being a Muslim man, 
it didn't take long. It probably took probably like the first month I knew that, okay, I want to marry her and, and stuff like that. Like she was taking what I was conveying to her seriously. Um, she understood what I was conveying um, and she was receptive, a uh, receptive to it. So it, it didn't take long. So like Islam, it don't take us long. Um, if you have a foundation and you want to build upon that, then it shouldn't be because, you know, like our motto is like, you know, tomorrow not promise. So if you are, um, if you two as a couple are aligned spiritually, then because that's what comes first, the spiritual aspect, then you good to go. So that's why. So I, I know when I knew. He gave I'm a done. very uh practical and like it was, it was very beauty king. Yeah, it was beautiful. He's gonna give you the long form here. Yeah. So I'm gonna give you the short form. I knew um I knew for certain we went on a hike and I like outdoor shit. And he took me on a hike and like he planned it out and everything and he was like, I come get you and we're gonna do this, we're gonna hike Great Falls, and it was dope. Like a full day of like scenery and like teamwork and shit like because it was hard it wasn't an easy thing i mean we two kind of we chunky so climbing mountains out here is, is a is a feat so it was cool like we bonded and we had some some good times and we we talked about stuff and it was cool so i was like yeah i think this may be it nah. so. sure what about you uh rich Oh, uh, I mean, I knew we were laying on the couch, uh, which was probably about a month before I actually got married. Um, her face. I, I, mean, I knew, I knew for sure, like this is who I want to be with because we had always, we had always been great friends. And, like there was certain things, like I had just got out, of, I had previously gotten out of a really bad marriage that I had just got into just because. Um, and Brittany kind of showed me like this is what a relationship is actually supposed to be like, you know, where you sit, laugh, talk, even if you're mad at each other, you still can have conversations and you know, and, and try to, you know, uh, talk things out, you know what I'm saying, and actually try to, you know, try healthy ways of doing shit. Um, and that's how I knew, like, I've all, I, I, I knew I was like, you know what, this is this is where I want to be, you know what I'm saying, because I've never had somebody that I can actually say I'm friends with, you know. Uh,
um, other than a husband. And I was like, this is crazy. But when I got with him, it was like, oh, this is what a man is. Oh, and then once we got married, I was like, this is what a husband is. Yeah. Look at look at Rachel all sitting up, sitting up in the chair like this. That shit on my shoulders. So 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 it was just convenient. All the way. Um I knew, I know, I gotta go first because he's so he's way better with his words than I am sometimes. <laughs> so I was like, let me go first. I knew when um probably you know when I when when I fell in love. So but even <laughs> like, okay, I really love this. Remember that day? Living together, I was really comfortable, and it just it just kind of made sense. And I was like, yeah, I could definitely do this forever. So, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Good turn. Um, for me, I knew when. Well, number one, when uh, <laughs> she would finish like my uh, like she would get my obscure <laughs> like references to like. Cartoons or something like that. I think I was like, uh, <laughs> it was a family guy, uh, cool. And I was like, grab that bacon grease and slather me up some homie. <laughs> Where the white head said, like, unprompted, like, she knew exactly what scene I was <laughs> So I was like, yeah. oh, yeah. And then the other one, being like mushy, is like when I knew that I wanted to be like better, mm. I wanted to be a better person for her. Like, I was trying to, you know, get make sure I was in shape, make sure I was uh, getting, you know, working and, and uh, you know, educating myself like I was supposed to and, uh, you know, getting things in order so that I could be a better person for her. That's what I Yeah. Um, I, 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 too, will go first of the two of us. Um, <laughs> I knew because, like I said, I was going out like that was a regular occurrence. I was I was a drunken mess. It was like the last year or two of my 20s. You know, I was living it up. Um, and in that first week on two separate occasions, at one point I was drunk and like fell asleep on the toilet at my house. And he like <laughs> took care of me. Uh, time, That's love. Yeah. In that same week, the second time he also fed me French fries while I sat in my shower. And let the water run over me. Um, like occurrences. I was like, this is this is it. Don't put way more like into her memory than mine. I, I remember it when she says it. I don't remember it from like yeah. <laughs> exactly. I go, yeah, I did do that. I was like, yep, this is it. This is <laughs> I didn't scare you away. I was a mess. Like yeah. I was woof. 
the one. Yes. That's cute. So, yeah. I have way more questions than I should have. <laughs> after like, hearing that. I have so many questions. <laughs> From the meeting to this. <laughs> I ain't never had no french fries with the water running down. French fry in the show. I ain't gonna put about any of that. I need it's to give them real Bobby and Whitney, but I love it. I love it for y'all. <laughs> <laughs> she was alive. One day she crawled to the bathroom. Like, that was the day. That was what I'm saying. I no, fell asleep on the toilet. I crawled and fell asleep. Oh, no. You were in Mama's kitchen mm-hmm. wilding. <laughs> uh, go ahead you tell your part so we can go um, so for me it was the weekend that I met my dad it was that was a lot so to the people who don't know the day I met my dad was my grandma's wedding so my grandmother was getting married uh, my dad had came into town for a family reunion and he was like I really want to see you, son. I'm I'm in town, and I'm like, ah, I I don't know, dog. Like, what you want to talk? What What you want to do? I'm I'm 20. What was that? 27, 28. You were like 26. Snuggles is crying. I'll keep talking. Oh, so I was 20. I don't know. I was 27. Let's say 27 for the sake of argument or time. I was meeting my dad for the first time, and I was scared. I didn't know what to do. I was nervous. And she was like, we're going to get through this. I'm going to hold your hand. I'm going to roll you a J. I'm going to be there for you the whole time. You're going to be okay. Everything's going to be fine. She doesn't know me. She doesn't have to do this. We don't have to be here on her couch. This could get explosive. Like, but she was there for me. She held my hand. She walked me through it. And she was there and everybody loved her like it was awkward as fuck like i'm not gonna hold you <laughs> it was us sitting there watching uh thor ragnarok just like awkwardly because like he brought my <laughs> brother too so like i met my younger brother dante like he's also been on the podcast but that was the first time me and dante met and dante was excited like he had been following me for so long like watching my life through instagram and i didn't even know and here she is, like sitting there smiling, acting like everything's fine. Like I didn't meet you like a month ago. And now here I am meeting my dad. And then the next day you meet my daughter. And like for the longest time, like I thought it was just gonna be me and Izzy. Like I'd resound myself to that. Like maybe this isn't working. Maybe it's me and like not the woman I'm picking. So if it's just gonna be me and Izzy, Let's have a great life, kid. I can get you Disney. I can get you this. I can get you that. And then she met her. And then Izzy's offering. So for those who don't know Izzy, she's nice to Shay <laughs> for whatever reason. But <laughs> That's my best friend. Well. Like Izzy, Izzy's an asshole. Like she doesn't talk shaking to people. Her head. She doesn't like people. <laughs> like, definitely. I didn't see this version of Izzy. I'm sorry. Oh, Izzy's, She's Izzy's definitely cool. assertive to be her age. Like I've watched kids come into the house and like she take their toys, like mm-hmm. brothers' toys. You will not play with that. Mm. And like that's Izzy. But like when she met Brittany, she had this light in her eyes that she never did. Like she was sharing fruit snacks. She was offering to color. Izzy doesn't color. Do <laughs> 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 puzzles and like stuff to like keep her there and keep her entertained. And Brittany's like. I have to go to work, baby. Like I, I'll, I'll be back. Da, da, da. And then she went out of her way to like 
get her uh, cake pops after that for her birthday. So she met her right before her birthday. Izzy fell in love and Izzy said, I want you to marry her. And that's when I knew. Oh, that's really sweet. Mm-hmm. That's, that's sweet. Um, before I move on, Shay, did you want to throw in any? <laughs> I'm not. Te- I'm not. I, really I know you're not. Te- I know you're not technically married. No, no, no. I, I, mean, I, I have. I have, I have. I have a perspective to sort of share, but like yeah. not. I, I'm not technically married to y- Yami. She and I are not married. I have been married. And the moment I knew is when the VA, when the military was like, here's an extra check. Um, but, uh, but, uh, but like the way that. Um, the way they sip that tea though. <laughs> but the way that I view marriage, I guess, is not that like there is going to be some, like I like what, what Darius was saying and I understand it a lot because um, my s- background lends me to several different religions and spiritual practices and understandings of mm-hmm. um, the dynamics between men and women or relationships or whatever, how- however one would say that. And um, from a spiritual perspective, marriage happens when you have sex with somebody. Like that, that's what, that's the, that is the union right there. Mm-hmm. Um, so in a, in a way, sure. And uh, from things that me and her have done and know about each other, this ain't our first go around. We don't been married plenty of times, um, but this in this lifetime, we just got a lot of stuff that we got to figure out, and it's on the t- it's something that we're we're more seriously talking about though, and more f- it's like from a perspective of like we know we're gonna deal with each other, we know we're gonna be together. So does this lot more like logically work or logically follow versus? Uh, emotionally or um, spiritually follow, etc. So, and I, I got trust issues. I ain't gonna hold you. That's why I ain't been like married outside of my um, outside of that situation when I was in the military. Is because I don't. I've been plenty of times. I felt like I could. You know what I'm saying with different people that I've dated, uh, but I can never pull the trigger because I just something about it is just like I I don't trust you to be around to actually stick mm-hmm. with this thing so I commend y'all for knowing because I'm always like ah, I don't know <laughs> I feel that I feel that yeah, and that's okay like if you don't know so but I say like you know like we don't treat it as a choice like we here now like <laughs> nigga you ain't going nowhere Divorce like is- this is it Max. this is the road this is where I it ends no. Yeah, and see, like, this is the thing, like, we don't know, because we don't know what the, you know, future holds, but I say, you know, optimistically, like, you know, explore them options, like, continue to grow into that, and, like, um, but the beautiful thing is, is that you don't know, so it gives you opportunity every day to work on it, so it can be that. Mm-hmm. And stuff like that because it do. I think a lot of us are afraid of, you know, what society has labeled what marriage is. So that's why a lot of people um, go that route because of um, what society has done to us through social media and or we take experiences from our loved ones or other people and be like, oh, that's going to be me too. And that's not the case. Definitely. So what I say is like, yeah, continue to build with her continue to have conversations like you know what if we do this what if we go through this and stuff like that because me and Ned has done that 
and stuff like that. So it, it'll put you in a perspective like I gotta you have to learn your significant other's point of view and mm-hmm. like you know put yourself in her shoes and then she need to do the same vice versa like why you have these issues and i say like marriage is a day-to-day basis where you work on being better like like my man said like he wanted to be better for his wife so if you wake up every day like you know i want to be better for my not only for myself because when you work on yourself you actually become better for your significant other but when you're doing some intrinsically for that uh for your spouse then i think that you continue to build on the building blocks of you know making your marriage work through any obstacle because this is the thing it's going to be obstacles it's going to be things that you know um because this is the thing we don't stay the same like who Nia is today she's not going to be when she's 40 when she's 50 and stuff like that so as a spouse can i adapt to the the you know change of my wife which necessarily it it, it will be better like long as i say like i told her like long as we change it for the betterment then i don't have no issue with you know what you change because it has to change and we we don't i mean we're not supposed to be the same so i'm not supposed to be the same various that i am today tomorrow or you know the month and stuff like that so yeah so just had them con- just continue to have them conversations with her and build and i say do building blocks for you to gain that trust where you know you won't have issues with you know with trusting and stuff like that mm-hmm. yeah so yeah we we, we I, to keep it honest we, we started out like it started out great but then we went through some uh some stuff early on that we're still trying to figure out which is why it took so long but you brought up a, a great point that i always i always say and um also i, I you touched on it just now you, you brought it up earlier in the conversation <clears> and then you just touched on it is that um relationships marriage is work and people don't yeah. people do not relate to to it that way so with with knowing how much of a full-time job being a a wife being a husband being a parent mm-hmm. um is how what would y'all say this is for everybody would you say marriage is worth it and i'm gonna add to that in 2023 going into this timeline where people are less um are being more frivolous about relationships it's worth it it's more than worth it the way i look at it is like this right so i know my husband and i know him like we're still learning each other but in the grand scheme of things as opposed to learning somebody else or keep going through the same cycle of what you like? What's your favorite color? Like, I'd rather come, to, come home to my husband hands down every day knowing that we're going to learn each other. We're going to work through it. And everything, like, it's a challenge. This isn't easy. Like, I think when you get married, you go through this thing of, like, hey, we had the wedding and, like, we're going to be great. And then that week after or a couple of weeks after it hits you and it's like, oh, shit, nigga. We, like, oh, that, that, like. That how well. Yeah, yeah that how well. Off. And it's like, we really married, married. And we got stuff to go through and conflicts to go through. And I'm not saying that, like, I love the shit out of my husband. But he definitely get on my nerves some days. And I know I get on his nerves. But it's one of those things, like, we're going to work through it. We definitely going to work through it. And it's like, he's forced me to, like, think deeper like with the things that I say and how I react about things. And it's like an everyday challenge. Like case in point, we went through a little something and we had like an argument, but he's one of them people like, 
I'm a raw, raw type person. He's not. He's like the complete opposite. He's not going to do no arguing, no back talking. It was kind of like, my bad. I'll work on it. Like, he wouldn't argue with me. He was just like, I'm like, damn, like, no argument, no nothing. Like, <laughs> he was gonna cut me off of the knees like that. Like, I, I came into the room, like, fully ready. Was ready to, like, for a battle. I was ready to battle. <laughs> I was in my feelings all the way. And he was like, don't even worry about it, babe. We good. We gonna work on it. I'm like, work on it? Okay. All right. This is black. Yeah, so, so, like, to elaborate on that, um, I had learned from a young man to a more mature man that you have to give your spouse an opportunity to, to express themselves with understanding and me being mellow with her and mellow her out. Because like I say, I always say you, when you go into an argument, both people are ready to fight fire with fire. So her fire, I had a fire extinguisher. So you, can you really be mad when your spouse say, Oh, okay. I recognize the issue you had with me. I apologize and I'm going to do better. Okay. What else do you need me to do so I can know further along? And then with me and Ned, we address issues right then and there. So any issue Ned has with me, she let me know right then and there. And then I'd be like, oh, okay, you brought that to my issue. Because this is the thing when you let things bottle up inside you, or you you making a checklist like, oh, this motherfucker did this this day, or he did this this day. So then you have a long, drawn-out argument like, oh, you remember last week when you did such and such, and then a month before such and such? Right. So, you've been holding on to yeah, it for been a holding while. On to it. So I, I said, when we first, because like, you know, our way we got married, how fast, everybody like, damn, now you get to know each other. So we had people outside, you know, telling us, oh, you don't know him. You don't know her. Y'all need more time. Da, 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 because that's what society traditionally tell you and stuff like that. Like I say, be a good person. I'm a good person. So we, we build on that. So with that being said, once you allow, once you address them issues right then and there, okay, babe. Um, because, you know, I close mouth, don't get fed. I can't read her mind. She can't read my mind. So my wife be like, hey, look, you did such and such. I need you to fix it. Oh, yeah, I did do that. Okay, I'm going to fix it. I'm going to work on being better. That's not going to happen overnight. But as long as she see me progressing and trying and stuff like that. And then another thing, don't concentrate on what your spouse don't do. So with Nia and myself, we concentrate on, damn, my baby do a lot. She recognized. She said, I appreciate everything you do. But if you could fix this area just a little bit more, it's good. Because like you said, like that 80-20 uh, situation. But we um, looked at a, a, a video with Michelle Obama. You're not going to always have 50-50. Sometimes she's going to be 80. I'm going to be 20. Sometimes I'm going to be 75. She's going to be 45. So we just got to cover our bases. When So when your spouse is at that 45, then you take it as a comment upon you to to do the rest. Yeah, to do the rest. So, like I said, like I give her an opportunity to be a woman, to express herself. And then whatever issue she has with me, I work on it and stuff like that. Because it is. It's work. It's constant work. And then we have kids. We have jobs. We have everything in between that we have to juggle and stuff like that. So, like I said, any issue you have with your spouse, address it right then and there. But in a way that you're not angry. Because even with us. I let her go cool off and get to it. Once she she'll be rah rah, then she go cool off and she say, "Baby, I apologize." Okay, this is what da 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 da. And so, and that's another thing he forced me to apologize because I, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's something new. Right, and it's like, I, it's like <laughs> that's that's another yeah. Thing. So, like I say, like we balance each other out. Like 
she the type like we had a restaurant. She's like, oh yeah, you no, we ain't paying for that shit. I'm like, oh maybe. So like you know, nah, so yeah, nah, so, I'm definitely a lot more vocal yeah, when it comes down. Right, yeah. So we find it, <laughs> you know. So like, for example, just having a date. Um, I was tired. I cooked and stuff like that. I said, baby, go to sleep, you know. And I left. I didn't do the kitchen very well and stuff like that. So she came and was like, God damn it, you you didn't see this, you didn't see that. I was like, damn. Well. You know, and she's like, I appreciate you cooking. So the thing I love about her, she recognized what I do do and stuff like that. And I said, okay, well, next time I'm gonna make sure I push myself harder and make sure I got everything. Cause like you said, we still learning each other. I'm gonna do everything that you need me to do so I can do it. So next time we have that situation, she ain't gonna have to worry about crumbs and oh, you didn't get this and get this because I'm getting used to how she want things. She getting used to how so I, I guess it don't matter to me how things is or how, but with her, yeah, I mean, I'm, a, I'm a clean freak. Like yeah. if you miss crumbs or you don't clean the counter, I'm ready to fast. Like you ain't see this shit. Right. Did yeah. you not see the counter? Did right. you not see the spots on the stove? <laughs> so like even with the kids, they recognize like, hold up, they not fighting, they not arguing. Like yeah, she just fussed at him about crumbs and he not. So like we are. So our example is teaching our kids what they should look for in a spouse as well so right. yeah so yeah definitely yes. so, yeah. all right so who who gonna go next who up next okay. <laughs> i'm i'm i want to touch on more of like for me the legal side of things right mm-hmm. uh i believe she deserved everything that i had asset wise right mm-hmm. not being married if we were just dating she would not be legally entitled to any of that stuff unless i wrote it like in a week Right. But with me making her my wife, she's legally entitled to that stuff. I believe right. she's deserving of all of that. So that that was another reason why I'm like, yeah, you know, I, I'm going to marry her because she deserves everything that happens. So she's seen me when I was broke. She's seen me when I made money. She's seen me before the business, after the business, all kinds of ways. And she has shown that she deserves and that she should be entitled to the things that I have, right? And that we okay. not, you know, I pass away, they not at a funeral fighting over, well, well we get this, <laughs> well, nah, we want this, nah, nah, well, mm-hmm. we got this, this person, you know what I'm saying? And instead of 20 people fighting over it, it's just her. And say, hey, I'll give y'all whatever I think y'all deserve. Oh, me and him already spoke, so this is what's going to happen with everything. And, and So I you say you believe it's worth it? I believe it's worth it yeah. just just from a legal standpoint. Legal person. Okay. If you pass away and you don't have a will, most likely you don't, you should. And or y'all been dating for 20 years, the girlfriend of 20 years now has to fight for the right to have your stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. You know and yeah. life and stuff that y'all built together, she has to fight for that. And if you got bad, you got bad blood with family members or whoever, mama don't like you, sister don't like you. Kids don't like you. Kids are next up. So they're going to be the ones to take everything. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so I think from a legal standpoint, you should get married. It's just based off of that. Uh, but I'll let y'all have like the emotional side. <laughs> and what about y'all, Williams? <laughs> oh, um, yeah. So I definitely believe that uh, marriage is worth it. Um, for me, Personally, I am very, um, I need a companion. Like, I, 
I I tried to to be a hoe. It, it, I wasn't a good host. Was it wasn't fun. <laughs> I hear most men are not actually good at being hosts. They no, they, they think like all. they are, but it's not fun. Streets. I never want to go out to the streets again. Um. So I'm always my happiest when I am with someone. Like so, when I found the one that I that I was supposed to be with, who I'm sitting with. Like I'm like, this is it. I don't like. I this is everything that I could have like anticipated, wanted, uh, viewed that it was even the good times, the bad times. Like I wouldn't trade it for anything. Right. Yeah. Same for me. <laughs> I don't want to repeat <laughs> what you just said, but that's so true. I've never. I mean, I I didn't really I didn't really date that much. I don't know. I really, I really didn't. I'm like him. I wasn't, I wasn't really into that. I mean, I enjoyed, you know, going through college and partying. I'm definitely a girl's girl. Like I love hanging out with my friends. Um, but I didn't date a whole lot, and I, I, I don't know. But I definitely knew I wanted the companionship. But I just, I wasn't trying to. I didn't want to have to, you know, be talking to this person and talking to that person at the same time. And that was just, it was too much for me. So That's a lot of work. That's a lot of work. It's oh. a lot of work. So yeah, I'm I'm like him. I actually never really was interested in all of that. I was like when I find the one and, and date them, I definitely wanted to stay right right there. I don't really care to yeah, do all that. That's what's up. Mm. I can smell the black love in the air. Right. <laughs> Go ahead, babe. Uh so I think for me, um, I'm a hopeless romantic. Like a lot of people don't know that about us. Like we can tell, it, you it actually comes off. I don't know why. You it, like it's that. in the air. Definitely know that. Like most people think, like Britney's the more like romantic of the two of us, but like she ain't got no romance in her. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. Valentine's Day around the corner. I'm <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't say no. I feel like it was wasted. But continue. Nah, but uh, nah. Um. So I'm a very caring and like, you know, nurturing person because I was raised by like, well, I was raised by a monster, but I was raised by a woman. So like, because I was raised by a woman, like she taught me, you know, compassion and like empathy from like a woman's standpoint and not from like a man's standpoint to like understand. So like when I do get married, like this is how you're supposed to treat a woman. This is what she wants. Like this is what she would need. So, like, I am very understanding to, like, what she needs, what she wants, like, and I would say, like, marriage is worth it because, like, at the end of the day, you have somebody that, like, when you take pictures with, you don't look back like, damn, who was that person? Or, like, <laughs> right. I mean, well, we ain't together no more. This, this, this picture was very nice, but mm-hmm. I wish it was someone else. Yeah, I right. wasn't there. Or, like, I wish I had someone to share this with. Like, I wish that the person that I was going to be with for the rest of my life was here on the beach to see this. Like, I wish I didn't have to explain this story 10 years from now to like the person I'm going to meet. Like, why do you have that scar? Because you weren't there. That's why I have the scar or like anything like that. Like, and it's just from a legal standpoint, like Rich said, I don't want to put down my mom as my emergency contact or keep putting down like my Big friends and saying like, yes. emergency, Facts. this person can't come into the emergency room and make decisions for me. But she mm-hmm. can. 
legally like she did to say, listen, that ain't what he wanted. Right. And that's the person you have those intimate conversations with, right? Like you're not telling your mom, I want to be, you know, cremated when I pass. Like you're not having those conversations with other people. That's a conversation you're having with your spouse. Um, so they they have your best interest at heart, you know, ideally. At all times. Like honestly, in a good like working marriage, your partner should have your back. Hundred percent. You shouldn't right. have to worry. You shouldn't have to look back. There shouldn't be a trust issue. Like I don't have to look back and be like, "Well, she ain't got my back," or "I didn't got the bit." I ain't got to worry about none of that. If I say, if she say we going on vacation, she got my backpack. She got the outfits ordered. I do. She right. got picked out. Like she got my crop sitting at the front door. She got my like everything. Just we have travel outfits. Yeah, I don't have to worry about it, <laughs> and that's the like joy of being married. It's not like, oh, well, you know, my girlfriend got it. No, my wife has it, and I expect that my wife has it. I don't expect that my girlfriend's gonna have my back. I expect my wife to have everything. I expect my wife to have my back. She expects me to take the trash out. She expects certain things out of me, and I live up to those. And yeah. it's worth it. Like it's worth having someone to me. Because I'm one of those people who like, I like my space, but I also like someone in my space. Like I like mm-hmm. people to have an interaction with, to see things, to like show my shit off to. Like if I get some cool shit, it's like, yo, check this out. Like, look, babe, I got an accomplishment at work. Like, yep. look at me. <laughs> and like, she's happy for me. Yeah, I think, and to kind of piggyback off of that, when he's like, you know, my wife, my wife. There's respect to that in the streets, right? Like exactly. when you get on yeah. by somebody and you're like, you know, my husband or I'm married, like niggas actually back off. They do not right. do that before you actually throw the word husband. Girlfriend. Or, right. They're just like, well, he ain't got shit up. So there's there's respect to it from just a societal standpoint. Um, and then a few weeks ago, we were talking about security and different types of security. It's not always financial. There's security in being your wife. There's security in knowing that like, this argument isn't going to be the end. It can't be the end because there's a lot of shit I have to go through for the end. So we got to work through this. Like we have to, you know, not go to bed angry. We have, you know, we have to have that type of communication. Um, And in that type of like security, there's room to make mistakes. There's room to grow. There's room for all of that. Um, James had asked a question about if, we met our significant other when we were younger. Do I think it would work? Absolutely Ew, no. not. Um, I didn't not. Believe, no. I didn't believe in monogamy before I met Jamal. Like I still I don't. <laughs> I the- if I had met Brittany when I was in high school, we wouldn't have gotten married because the me then would have drove her away. Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I was a serial cheater before I met Jamal. I literally did not think that monogamy was real. I didn't think that I could find someone whose energy just met mine to a point where like being still felt calm. Like for me, I always had to be on to the next, searching for the, the attention that I wanted or whatever it was. But I, I was also a serial relationship person so i was constantly i was never single for more than like three months yeah that was my issue (laughs) never single i was never single um and i also in my i was cheating in hindsight when i look at my my the men that i was talking to or messing with all of the men i cheated on my significant others with and you know forgive me for anybody listening they all look like him 
Nobody I dated looked like him, but it everybody I cheated me. on them with looked that like you him. That she cheated on. I'm sorry, bro, but it wasn't me. Um, so I just I didn't. <laughs> yeah. it. And oh, yeah. it's it, it's yeah. just his energy. Like he just he met every single mark I needed him to make. Um, to the point where I was like, "Nah, this nigga's too nice. Like this shit's weird." Like. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Um, but it was genuine. It was real. And so, no, I do not think younger version of me would have been able to, no, like, absolutely not. I wouldn't have recognized it for what it was. I feel like in meeting Jamal, I was like, I want my next relationship to be my last. And that's what it was. Like, I just feel like, this is it. My bad. I, I, I just feel like, even just off the strength that, like, it's, we've done so much work since being fucking. How how you know high school or younger mm-hmm. or whenever younger is because he didn't qualify right. that but like high school, early twenties you've done so much work from here to early thirties mid thirties for me, hell no, I'm yeah. <laughs> I feel like sometimes it's a struggle to keep it together now and I've I've done so much mm-hmm. so nah uh uh-uh, absolutely not <laughs> absolutely hmm. not yeah. I, I agree. I mean, and just speaking from like me knowing you, like we went, it's been probably what, nine, eight, nine years since yeah. we've spoken. Yeah. Um, and when we reconnected, it was like, I'm in, I'm excited to get to know who you are now. Yeah. Like, I know you're not the same woman when we were in our early 20s. I like, mean, I was, you know what I'm saying? There's some things that are the same. You know what I'm saying? Well, obviously. I mean, yeah, it's, it's going to be something. Is to change, but but you've grown exponentially. I'm talking about my homies. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah. No, I, I think it takes some maturity. I think people always come to Jamal and I and they're like, I love your, you know, I love your relationship or I want to be just like y'all. And it's like, you know. You just be cool. Yeah. It, it hasn't. When, when people say, for us, when people say it's work, it hasn't felt like work. It has come pretty naturally. But when it's time to put in that work, it's we're both on the work. same page to get it to get it done, though. So, yeah. Um, I feel like this needs to be a part two, right? But LeBron's supposed to break this record in, like, 15 minutes. Rich is... <laughs> He's sitting up here like, when we getting off the street? When? Believe <laughs> <laughs> it or not. Everybody. Even, That's what- even LeBron is gonna probably catch catch me falling asleep. I have to be working three forty five. Hopefully, you guys can all hop back on at a later date. We will continue this conversation because there's so much more to talk about. Like, let's we need to talk about in laws. We need to talk about some of the Let me know. Ugly. We'll talk about the ugly later. Um, thank you guys so oh, much man. for taking this time to to kind of chat with us and open up about it's like everything. So much black love, like we love it. It's great. It's absolutely great. Everybody's so happy. <laughs> Shane, her invisible girlfriend. Look at her post and this shit. You like that? He was. So anyway. Um, Make sure you guys, as always, like and subscribe to our Patreon. Um, we have, Shay and I have a new episode of Keeping It Real coming out this week. This first season of You drops on Thursday. If oh, I cannot wait. Nice. Go watch that pilot if you haven't. Get those views up. Run it up. Yeah. yeah, watch the pilot. Run it up. Subscribe to Patreon. Check us out. We'll be there giving you guys play-by-play 
analysis I'm of everything going on. Um, Anime Court should be rolling out with a new episode by the end of the week, more or less, about anime, whatever the fuck. <laughs> Short type of anime here. What's so, it called? Not to support a wife here. <laughs> no, it's not just insert type of anime. No, no, no. Here. What you guys were going to talk about? So we're going to talk I? about. Um, not going to talk about what. <laughs> no, I tried. We're going to talk about edgy culture in anime. So edgy, so, okay. E. Yeah. Edgy culture. <laughs> I e whatever. Oh, they know. They're vowels. The, the people that know, they know. The people listening know. <laughs> The people that know anime know. And you know, you know. And if you want to subscribe and you want to hear us in our commentary on edgy culture, the good, the bad, the in between, you know where to catch us. Is edgy culture a person or it's like literally a. No, you know what? Never mind. Yeah. You know where to catch us. (laughs) (laughs) You know where we're going to be at, big dog. So edgy is a genre. Edgy is a genre of anime. And it's about, it's, it's like almost pornographic. Essentially, oh, what it is. I don't know if that was a rich in, in his Brit or a rich in me. Oh, rich in <laughs> me. But Maurice, <laughs> there's a lot of Britneys on the stream right, right now. There are. There also, are. now you're trying to be a Britney. You get. I always claim to be a Britney. You just can't call me it. She only claims to be this a Britney. Feeling very pronounced, <laughs> Anywho, um. Like, follow, and subscribe on all social media platforms. We will be back on Shit Talk Saturday, as well as our Patreon content in between. And until now, oh, and next week we'll be talking about polyamory and hey, gang. Um, polyamory and poly- <laughs> polygamy. Thank you. Sorry. And polygamy. Been my people. I have been okay. watching a lot of Sister Wives, y'all. So that is not a good representation. Thank you, you very much. Um, okay. I have questions. You got white people questions. There were 17 seasons, and I was like, I'm ready to dive into these people's lives. And if you know um, anything about Brittany, her and Discovery Plus are like this. <laughs> I think that's not too much. Um, but anywho, until next time, guys, as always, mm-hmm. stay safe, stay healthy, and stay unapologetically black. Have hey, Richard's theme song. Let's go. Night, y'all. Hey, hit, 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 hit.